Hey everybody, I'm V. I'm Shari. And this is Love Hate Debate Bachelor in Paradise Edition. Episode 9, One Hostage, One Escapee. Oh, yeah, I see where you're going. <laughs> oh, well, I can't help but think of them like that. You know, I feel like, um, um, well, we'll, we'll get to it later, but uh, there's one person that's been reeled back into their toxic situation mm-hmm. and one that has broken free of hers. So mm. it's like a trade off. It's a trade period in the uh, Paradise Stakes. It's a lot of movement happening. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is. So it's how do we kick we start? off? Yeah. Um, oh uh, well, we um, we went back to last night where Alicia cracked and literally fell hook, line, and sinker for Jules's um, um, last minute speech, and uh, hated herself for giving him her rose, and hated herself afterwards, which was so odd, and still hated herself and said that I hate this guy so much, dude, to um, Alex Nation, which is not really what you'd expect from someone you've given a rose to. No, that's right. So I wonder if she's saying that, but she was just cranky at herself. I mean, the thing is, I suppose if you've done all that stuff and you're saying you hate him, you're just trying to tell yourself that. But she clearly doesn't. She clearly is really into him and is so wrapped that, you know, Mm. they're sort of back on. But, you know. You know how I feel but, about the old damaged goods thing. It's like he's got he's wanted to kneel, dropped her like the hottest potato mm, on the planet and mm. then came crawling back and she's taken him back. Yeah, and I do think that that's – I think what she's cranky at is not him but her – for her poor decision-making <laughs> in mm. in taking him back because you would just be beating yourself up saying – why am I doing this? What am I? But she did it anyway. So. Yeah, well, but you would think that, but she's sort of saying um, that she's woken up with clarity and now she's sort of got two guys that are a bit interested or something. Um, oh, no, she needs a new man. But it's like she does nothing really to um, sort of dispel the jewels myth of whatever. No, this is what I'm – this is why I suspect – that it's the lie that she feels she has to tell herself to justify what would tend, you know, I mean, she wouldn't give somebody else that advice, yes, take him back. Exactly. She would be judging that advice. (laughs) Uh, You know, she would be judging that action. So she's trying to justify this to herself. And I think the Mm. only justification is, well, here's your rose and I'll just be shitty with you. Um, Mm. And uh, and I hate him and that just makes, it sort of vindicates her, shitty decision-making, but, um, yeah, but I think it's pretty clear that she doesn't hate him. <laughs> well, did all of Australia just scream at the TV when she gave it, when she said Jules? I mean, oh, that was, that was like I honestly had a physical reaction, which was, fuck no, <laughs> but I'm sure I wasn't the only one. Yeah, well, I was past that point. I was She's going to do this. Oh, I thought yeah. she wasn't. I thought she was oh, going right. to remain firm. Like I was, yeah. No. no, I think it was what it was, was the grand gesture. Mm, because by he, him. Yes, yeah, because Ugh. he stopped production and uh, walked her off. I know, I would be doing that. Well, you know. Separated um, her from the pack more like it. Like, you know, <laughs> got her away from the girls who would all be saying, you know, be strong. Mm. Oh, don't like it. 
so and I think he knew that too. I think it was very strategic of him to do it at that time. Mm. Um, because she couldn't go back and really chat with the girls and get the girls around her to say, uh, yeah, clear light of day, love, this is probably not the right decision for you. Mm. Uh, and what did Alex Nation say? You do you. And oh, she exactly. certainly did do that. <laughs> exactly like Alex <coughs> Nation did by um, giving her rose to Bill when she said she was going to play the long game and not give it to him. Mm. So isn't as wish. It's so much easier to give advice than to to uh, to know. take your own advice, isn't it? Well, we can say that because we're giving this advice, which was like what an idiotic thing to do. But still, mm. they're snaky boys. Like you don't want snaky boys. You want boys that are great. Like it's mm. not a hard decision. I mean, if it was a great guy, then fair enough. There's some sort of, you know, angst in, in the decision. But when someone's treated you like shit, there's no it, – it's not hard. It's don't do it. <laughs> Because it's because it's obviously saying I'm happy with this shit treatment the, and I don't mind if you do it again. Yeah, this yes. is the bar. It's so low, it's actually on the ground. So yes, yeah. you know, go ahead. Mm-hmm. <sighs> anyway, uh, meanwhile, Shari's in, advice. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile, in paradise, there's a few cracks um, appearing. Tanil is still confused and wants some space, but hasn't actually had the chat yet. Um, I think she's tried to drop severe hints. Like he is Stop not picking up. Me. Yeah, but she's not <laughs> picking that up as like she's. It's not clear. And and have you noticed in paradise that when people need to have a talk with someone else, they don't really get to the point at all. They like the waffliest, beat around the bush, most obscure sort of references to what they're trying to say, and it's little wonder that everyone's confused. Well. The only one that I have seen, which happens later in the episode, is Zoe and Nathan. And she just went, bang, this is how I'm feeling. He was like, I don't know, shoulder shrug, yep, that's how you're feeling. You know, bang, bang, bang. And the conversation was over. And, yeah, there were hurt feelings and whatever. But, um, yeah, certainly I would agree with you. I actually was starting to think, is this the way people talk to each other now? They sort of go around and around in circles and don't get to the point. Yeah, I don't know, because I'm super direct, which I know is an absolute flaw most of the time, it's like it's so frustrating to hear people not get to the point. Mm. And, um, and I mean, she, I think um, Tanil said to Ivan a couple of times, I want you to reel it in. Now, to me, reel it in, what does that actually mean? Bring me closer? Like it's just not clear, you know. Oh, you think that he misinterpreted what she was saying? Well, there's a good chance because it really didn't say, I want you to give me some space and give me some air to breathe. It was reel it in, um, tighten the rain or loosen the reins or whatever, just obscure references that I don't think Ivan was picking up. But anyway, so there was her and Zoe was um, also pretty upset that she wasn't getting anything from Nathan after giving her him her rose. Um, so we haven't got quite got to their chat yet, but um, she said that he told – she asked him directly if he was interested and he said yes. Well, <sighs> I think then, he was interested in getting her rose, but – Yes. Yeah, yeah, I find that one hard because I was, you know, I suppose whatever we've seen them, you know, in whatever scenes that they've been in, I wasn't picking up that she was – all over him you know what I mean like I 
I didn't oh, I think get she was quietly thing. into him and, like, I think that's um, when they were sitting on the, the sort of chairs in front of the beach, I think it was yesterday's episode or maybe the day before, mm-hmm. um, and she was sort of all looking a bit googly-eyed and he just sort of said, oh, I'm not into this and got up and walked away and she looked really, I think she keeps um, her feelings pretty in check but was, like, pretty upset. So um, I think she still hadn't quite realised that it wasn't a two-way thing. But if somebody, if you're trying to talk to somebody and they get up and walk away from you, mm. that is a bit of a tip, isn't it? But yeah, well, I suppose. But I think because they've given each other roses, and it was like he wasn't really hanging out with anyone else. He was too scared to make the move on to Neil. Mm. Took Shannon out on the weird date for no reason. That was just bizarre. She was upset about that. She didn't Don't, understand why that had happened. Well, exactly. Was that not one of the biggest red flags that she could yes. have gotten? I just don't, yeah, and and then the power was all hers. You know, he would go back to giving you power away. Yeah. The power was all hers and she could have gone with Wes, was it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, just to mix it up a little bit. Yeah. 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 It just shows girls are such freaking romantics and look, see the best in everyone when, you know, they literally are dealing with, well, we we saw another um, shot of the snake on a branch, which they just Oh, they're swatted. using that a little this bit too all much. The time. <laughs> I think it's just like, so this one's a snake, this one's a snake, <laughs> just as an indicator. This is, and then there was like a bit of a lizard slash chameleon, which meant, oh, so not a snake, but still, you know, a bit of a, I think, was that for Nathan? Was he a chameleon or I was he a snake? So. No, I think he was the chameleon. Yeah, but, you know, which in is case we as good as. Douchebaggery <laughs> music. You know, he's, he's a visual to go with. Yeah. Yes. Well, can I also say for those who have followed from our maths podcast and who may have the vague interest in my interest in closed captioning because sometimes it's hilarious, can I just say that whoever's doing it on Bachelor in Paradise literally gave up halfway through this episode, just stopped. It's like they thought, I can't even deal with this. I'm not doing oh, really? it anymore. And I'm pressing the button like, what happened to the captions? And they just never came back. they gone. Oh, that is <laughs> hilarious. I know. I just thought that is like someone said, nah, checking out. You know, <laughs> but anyway. I'm mm. right there with them. Like, oh. yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. But we're seeing this through because there is <laughs> yeah. drama and we're there for it. We are um, there. So, of course, Daniel, um, it's his fourth time on a Bachelor um, franchise, um, you know, show. Um, he came to Paradise last time but came in very late, tried to stir things up, which is exactly what he's always done um, on the American ones. Um, he's obnoxious and obnoxious, which is a bit weird as a Canadian because as a race they are beautiful, funny, wonderful people, but he is probably not their best representative. Oh, you know. look, I'm sure there would have to be, but I think, yeah, the ones that we know and see do tend to be very uh, easygoing kind of people. Yes. So he's uh, fairly obnoxious, um, but, of course, the producers need him because when, when everyone gets too settled, it makes for um, dull viewing. So they send in Daniel. He's literally like their uh, go-to you know, um, trouble stirrer, upperer. Um, <laughs> so in he comes. And uh, and the girls, I mean, they actually know him from the season before. Mm. It's like, oh, my, oh my God, it's the douchebag. So mm. he certainly comes with a reputation, not that it seemed to bother all of them, you know. No, well, I think a few of them were prepared to overlook that if he had, if he wanted to take his shirt off. <laughs> I know. Shallow, hey. <laughs> You're a dick, a total dick, but if you take your shirt off, we might forgive you. Yeah, that's what it appeared like. Yeah. So Ivan was very worried um, about his arrival um, and Jules was dissing him, sort of saying he's robotic or whatever. 
Um, and I just thought, oh, I don't know, who's who's handing out the the uh, the scorecards here of uh, mm. who's what in the this little paradise? But uh, anyway, Daniel came in with a date card, um, and Ivan and Nathan took him aside to lay out the rules. that's very interesting the role that um nathan sort of seems to be playing here it's sort of this um um behind the curtain cruncher person you know doing deals in the background and talking to this one talking to that one which is sort of an odd (laughs) odd thing to do yeah i think he's like an associate henchman so he's not the you know he's not the bill he's not the avan he's the the side but this is what i mean i don't think i don't see him more as a psychic as opposed to the uh i'm actually going to create the narrative for you here dude i'm going to bring you into the picture and this is how it goes uh, yeah, he's he's not the bill and he's not the front no, man. No. Um, so I sort of see him, yeah, as that, you know, politi- politico um, apparatchik in the background, mm. you know, crunching the numbers and telling people how it is. Yeah. So sort of trying to, trying to make a power play but, you know, just being in the shadows almost. Well, he's basically not, not um, operating for his own game any time he says anything. No. He's actually backing up one of these two blokes. So I just see him as, I... a, as a hapless sidekick who I really loved before and now I don't because it's like, you know, act for yourself, do your own thing and stop backing up these lunatics basically. But... Well, we would like him to be the star of his own show. I know. know I mean? like, star but of I'm going off him. I'm going off him a little bit because he's backed up Bill, Dog Park Bill, who, oh, yeah, we found out the uh, dog park. Where was it, V? Victoria Park in Paran, Melbourne? Correct, in Paran. Yes. Yes. So any of you listeners that uh, want to get a, a bill sighting in the wild, um, head down there with your dog and hide in the bushes. It was um, so funny because I saw that, uh, I saw that article mm. uh, on a social post and people were just tagging each other going, hey, let's take the dogs <laughs> It'll be the busiest little dog park going. You know, if we were in Melbourne, we would be oh, doing would exactly so that. There. Oh my God. <laughs> it's like it would just be hilarious at the moment. It would be full. And um, next time I, I am in Melbourne, I'm borrowing somebody's dog so I can go to the dog park. Good plan. I mean, it's just, and I know exactly where it is too. It's like, you know, it's uh, it's an easy, uh, it's a very cosmopolitan area and mm. there would be a lot of, um, you know, well, in those areas you don't see a lot of elderly people. They've kind of all, you know, it, it's all been taken over by it's the. Gentrified, uh, yeah. All the yups, you know, so mm. there'd be all uh, apartment dwelling um, younger people with uh, pooches. And so while we're on the goss, can I just mm. share? So, Please. Uh, we said uh, the last step or the ep before uh, we'd like to know whether Ivan uh, has a job as a dancer. <gasps> yes. <laughs> so I did a little bit of searching. Yes. Uh, he has, interestingly enough, played a stripper on Neighbours. Oh, my God. It's like his double dream come true. (laughs) Totally. Acting and dancing and playing a stripper. So what's his current occupation like? Okay. So there was a radio interview contemporaneously, like in the last Mm. week or so, a couple of weeks. Yeah. uh, And they asked him because he sort of intimated to somebody that he's in the States well, so he said to one of the girls, Carolyn, must Caroline, he said he goes three times a year. Three times thought, a year. 
if they're for the auditions, that would crack me up. He goes three times to try out for Man Power and doesn't get in. But actually, yes. I think they audition on the Gold Coast, so that's not right. So he had to fess up to the radio people because they said, oh, you were making out like, you know, this is your job. You know, right. Do you actually do that? And he went, oh, no, 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 no. Like, I, I want to and I'm trying. And I'm just thinking, what the fuck? So he's still trying. He's, he's been trying, trying since The Bachelor. So what's he do? What's his work? Uh, now, did not say, was he some kind of trade or something like that? But, yeah. Um, oh, my God. Hang on. I will, I will find Give me two seconds. Yep. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, pretty much anybody who speaks of him, it's always about the avocado shit, which I think is hilarious. Yes, um, yes. If for anyone who missed it out, he did try to make guacamole by putting two whole avocados in a blender and pressing the button, um, not peeling <laughs> it, not de-pipping it, and wondered why it didn't quite work. But, oh, uh, another bit of gossip. Yeah, mm. Sorry, so same, same uh, trajectory. So yes. he was a member of Magic Men Australia back in 2003. Oh. Drum roll, along with another co-star, Patty. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So really? So here we go. Another show where they're not sort of uh, identifying and saying, yeah, we know each other and here's how we know each other. Yeah, so that was all a bit odd. Fuck! I, I know. hate that. <laughs> but can I say then, does that mean that he is, uh, those routines he's doing and listening to on his Walkman or whatever it is mm. are from 2003 and he's just remembered them and he doesn't want to forget them ever. So he's just. Well, I almost pissed myself laughing at the neighbours scene where he's in it for the tiniest moment, but you can definitely oh. not, you're definitely not seeing. Has he got Actually, the cap on? Yes. Oh. oh no! Well, it's actually a workman outfit, so oh. it's uh, yeah, oh. so it's like a um, like five a years vest and and a a, yeah helmet. Um, oh. But he does exactly the same, Cory. <laughs> I think I've seen him do every single time he dances. It's every the same routine. It's, it's same literally routine. the same routine, which I just love. I mean, honestly, yeah. bless. It's and I bet you, if you saw him at a nightclub, he would do exactly the same routine, which is actually geared for an audience of screaming women um not just general dancing but anyway uh so at the moment i cannot find a direct quote about what this man does for a living but <laughs> well uh, clearly okay. he smothers um you know <laughs> sm- in the smothering business but oh. <laughs> so um, yeah, well, so um, Ivan and Nathan laid out the rules to um, Daniel that Tanil was off limits because he was, um, uh, she was, uh, belonged to Ivan. So that was, uh, you know, he happily took the challenge, challenge accepted. Um, <laughs> but and then they showed us a picture of the snake. So I'm not sure who it, that was for. I guess it was Daniel, but uh, I still mm. was pretty unhappy about um, poor Tanil. Um, well, I can tell you online a lot of very neg feedback around Ivan and his views about women. And um, I'm not surprised. No, exactly. I think we went we waxed lyrical about that last night. But um, mm. yeah, very much along the same lines. You know that it's it's a relationship, not ownership, and yeah, uh, all of that kind of stuff. So this, I mean, he's got a very odd view of the world. Well, I mean, put it this way, if someone's in a relationship where their partner doesn't want them to talk to other people, that's normally sort of in some sort of abusive, uh, emotional abuse. And so, you know, you you help people escape those. Um, So that's what we're trying to free Tanil anyway tonight. Yeah, I think Tanil's definitely identified it and trying to, yeah, Yeah. escape herself. Oh, sorry, 29-year-old painter. 
painter, mm. uh, white overall guy. I'd say white overall, yeah. Um, mm. But it does also say that he's an aspiring dancer. So. Aspiring. It's been aspiring since 2003. But um, I love the fact that if he's a painter, he probably wouldn't need a ladder as much as others. That's very handy for getting into um, uh, ceiling cracks and corners <laughs> at so six foot is. seven. Six foot seven. <laughs> Oh, dear. So anyway, we get back to um, uh, Daniel, who doesn't like a lot of makeup, so he's sort of not that keen on Tanil, which I didn't even think of her as wearing a lot of makeup. But no, anyway. Agreed. Um, but he saw maybe Flo, not that, not that keen, but sort of undecided, thought Alicia seemed okay, um, which, of course, um, Jules wants her back as well. So um, time for Alicia to choose because Daniel approached her with a card and... Dun, 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 she said yes, which mm. got us a bit excited for the moment. I'm tipping. For her excited or us excited? Us excited that she was actually going to maybe, you know, move away from the Jules um, train wreck. Oh, yeah. I think that was absolutely her intention. I don't think it, he could have come in with, you know, one eye and, you know, <laughs> half an arm or something and she still would have thrown herself at him. Yes. Well, it looked, I mean, um, where are we? Oh, Ivan and Tanil were in the hammock at this point. Um, and uh, this is when Ivan told uh, um, Tanil that he'd told Daniel to stay away and to not approach her for the date. Um, mm-hmm. So Tanil, yes, at this point he started to think, you know, right, enough's enough, but not she shouldn't have thought that way earlier, but it, that's kind of like yeah. the, final, the final straw. Yeah, she was in overflow at this stage, but... You know what I thought was odd was the look on Avan's face. Like mm. he actually thinks this is charming to some degree or like. Um, when she was sort of sneaky. saying, when he was saying, I'll say pretend you're dead and she said pretend you've known me like six days. <laughs> oh, yeah. Her, her um, back slaps are actually on point. She's real. I mean, I love Tanil. I just feel sorry for her because she's she's kind of got swept up in this. Um, she probably hasn't done enough to discourage it. He does seem like a sweet guy except for when he's like um, uh, you go near his woman. <laughs> yeah, but see, I don't see it as sweet. I just can't. It's just too much. Yeah, of course. That's what I'm saying. Like he seems like in every way he's like a, you know, a, a every way but that and that is so major that you can't um, ignore it, you know what I mean? Mm. He seems sweet, he seems attentive and everything, but it's sinister because it's so full on and the, the reaction is so freaking out of this. And well, I six days. Six I was going to say, for somebody to overattach themselves you know, in less than a week, mm. um, I think that sends up red flags as well. I mean, she's lovely and gorgeous and, you know, you'd certainly be a happy bloke if you were in that position and she was showing you some kind of attention back and mm. was happy to have you there. But but she wasn't knocking it back. That's the problem, I no. suppose. Do you she think was... that that was mixed signals? Tep- definitely. Yeah, he right. honestly didn't. Well, I mean, well, we get we haven't got to it yet, but um, she was definitely picking up what he was putting down right up until pretty much tonight. Um, yeah. 
So anyway, in the meantime, um, Alicia's ecstatic to be going on this date with Daniel and they um, get to wherever they're going and there's a freaking bit of bamboo on the ground. Like they've laid, you know, spared no expense here, build yourself a raft. and uh, <laughs> You know sweat. how unimpressed I would have been with that scenario. Totally. And, I mean, you know I would have actually loved the challenge, the fact that when they got in the water they were literally half sinking um, <laughs> and had to paddle with a stick, mind you. He hasn't even got an oar. It's a fucking stick to paddle using the blunt end of a stick to get to like around the corner to a beach or something. I mean, no expense. Just would have swum. I know. You dragged it behind you. Like, I don't know. That was, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, anyway, they sort of, I noticed that Alicia, she really takes the lead when Doesn't she's she with just... a new guide. And it's mm. kind of, I'm all, I'm sort of impressed by it in a way. I thought, I sort of think, is that how you get kind of what you want in a, you know. Excuse me. I don't know. Does she get what she wants or does she get no, what she wants No, she doesn't, but she makes moment. out like she, she mm. does. She definitely goes for it. And, it, you know, these guys all seem to be saying they like confident women. So, you know, maybe it's just a, a message except for the, if you ignore the fact that she's taken Jules back and he's a, like, you know, treated her extremely badly, um, mm. that there is something to take out of her behaviour, which is be confident because um, it's definitely not a turn-off to guys. Yeah, it's all good until that's what I think with confidence. Mm. They love a confident woman until. Oh, yeah. <laughs> until you tell them what you really think. <laughs> yeah, until it's actually focused at them and your confidence comes to them. Yeah, yeah. good point. Mm. Yes, yeah, so um, uh, not trying to read too much in it, but, um, yeah, she says it's going to get sexy. And so at that moment I was kind of excited for the fact that she's going to come back and um, dump Jules on his um, snivelling little ass. But uh, Ooh, Sharon. I'm not happy with you <laughs> at all. At all. That's so hilarious. But that Daniel guy, I, mm. I don't. I mean, clearly, oh, no. you know, he's got a nice body, or whatever. But I, I, don't, I don't know. He doesn't seem very sparky or bantery. Or... I'm no fan. I'm yeah. no, in fact, what I do know of him from other seasons is he has a very dry Canadian sense of humour. Okay. And quite a bit of uh, banter if he's with the right person, I think. Right. But his motives are always pretty shonky, have always been pretty shonky. So, <laughs> okay. but just as a breaker upper of Jules and Alicia, I was hoping he would uh, do the trick. Play but his I, role. I You're think right. they needed someone a bit less known for being a complete douchebag. So, um, um, yeah. producers come on you can't keep bringing the same people out you know yeah uh, but anyway um we get to uh Jules has a bit of a bro down with Nathan and Bill do you love the way they have their bit of you know the that's what I mean <laughs> it's it like... scripted though didn't it oh it look to tell you the truth I immediately suspected that a producer had said hey guys look sorry yep. to trouble you yeah would you mind <laughs> I'm over look, here for a minute. Look, see, Jules is over there by himself. Just go over. Yeah. And, yeah, can you just check on him? Like, we need to check on him saying, oh, yeah, fine, whatever. Yeah. But Bill looked like the questions he, were, uh, he was <laughs> asking, me. I can't really remember what they were, but it was like. Um, very pointed. It yeah. was so not how I think a bloke would. Uh, this And this, I don't know no. if this is being sexist, but it just seemed to me they were questions being fed to them one at a time like can you just ask yeah. this can you ask that because there's no way they'd be talking about it like that but anyway yeah. Bill, Bill's advice was it's not too far gone and to sort of woo her which you know I'm like oh fuck mm. <laughs> and 
I did notice though Bill seems to be doing a bit of the checking on people to a check in with them. That. A lot of that. A lot of that. Are they trying to, um, you know, improve his image because we know he's the dog park douchebag? I mean, mm-hmm. what's going on there? I think he's got a good producer who's going, oh, okay, yep. sympathies on the wane for my guy. I need yes. to get him a bit more screen time. So what are we going to do? He can be the check on it guy. Totes. V, you have hit the nail on the head because before it was Nathan going and checking on people, mm. now it's Bill. Yep. So unless they take turns and they've got some sort of uh, care roster. but Well, this is why they did the, <laughs> the uh, double down, yeah, on uh, Jules there. They went in together. Yeah. They went in yeah. hot basically. They did. Yeah. So then um, what happened then? Um, so we, I've just said about sinking and rowing with a stick but into it. So that was, yeah, that, that sort of date. Oh, and there was um, a bit of kissy-facing um, and she said a lot of tongue, a bit too yeah. soon for tongue. Yeah, but there was a still, lot of tongue. There was yeah. a lot of tongue, but I thought that meant that they were enjoying it. But, you know, um, what happened then? Oh, then we had the um, the Nathan and Tennille had the bit of the chat mm-hmm. um, with um, Nate telling her that Zoe and he were just friends mm-hmm. um, and Tennille telling Nathan that she was overwhelmed. Yeah. Mm. Well, see, I picked that up yesterday. Mm. <clears throat> when she launched herself in front of him when he had the date card, begging yep. him to take her. Yeah, I keep forgetting about that. Yeah, that was a bit of a worry for me. Like she just seemed, yeah, a bit desperate. And and it's like um, what a missed opportunity, like the fact mm. that he just couldn't go through with it. But So they're having this conversation. They haven't even mentioned the fact that, you know, he didn't sort of say anything about, oh, well, last night when you threw yourself at me begging mm. for me to release you from your prison, yeah. Ivan. I mean, they're skirting around the issue ridiculously. Yeah. But, um, but Tanil, she says she's overwhelmed. Ivan's amazing, but uh, he's cock-blocked me. Um, and, and it's time I called things off with him completely. And it's like, mm. oh, okay. So she, at least she's telling Nathan, who is dead keen on her. So that's And kind I'm of, dead keen on them as a pairing. So yes, but I'm scared for fingers. Nathan. I'm scared for Nathan, even though I still have the bit of me. I don't. I'm not happy with him being Bill's sidekick. But, uh, but anyway. this is how he can step into his own because he's going to have his own little storyline yes. now. Well, will he? This is the thing. We don't know if he's going to um, stand up to the might of Ivan, but we shall have to wait for that. Mm. Um, but in the meantime, um, while Alicia's off on her date, Jules is gagging for his needy uh, to return and has planned a surprise for her. Um, and I'm just, well, I'm not happy, as you know. Sorry, everyone, but this really made me annoyed. Mm. So Alicia comes back all happy with Daniel. She can't wait to show off the new boyfriend. Oh, boyfriend. Um, it seemed a bit OTD. It did, didn't it? But as soon as she's literally stepped back in, Jules has just whisked her off um, and, oh, no, asked if they had a good time and if they kissed and when she said yes. Mm-hmm. Um Oh, he hasn't whisked her off yet, but he's just about to because um, he's got this uh, surprise plan that the boys put him up to. So there was that. Um, but it, just before that happened, we had Zoe and Nathan have their um, sit-down chat, which was <laughs> pretty hard to, hard to watch. I <laughs> and it's really funny because, <coughs> excuse me, he does seem reasonably mature for his age. I think he's 23. Mm. And then when she's saying to him, 
you know, uh, sort of I, you know, you owed me more than that basically. I would have liked to have heard it from you directly. And he just like shrugged his shoulders and went, me. Like yes, <laughs> totally. You're actually 23 in that moment. Yeah, and yeah. the thing was she'd actually been sitting around listening to every single person be told from Nathan that he's not into her and mm. waiting for him to come to her. I mean, that's just awful, really he, awful. Look, I mean, he's just proved himself to be somebody who doesn't like confrontation. Yeah. And I get that. I, yeah. I understand that, but this is his opportunity to actually grow and have some personal development mm. and she gave him that chance and he did apologize he said oh sorry yeah, <laughs> yeah sorry <laughs> yeah <laughs> but I mean it doesn't even have to be confrontation I guess that people he's he's very caring about other people so you think he would be caring about her enough to say look you know it's not really it. but people but just find it so as, hard yeah to say well, he that. sees that as hurting so that's what he's trying not to, desperately not to do is to hurt mm. her. And unfortunately, the unintended consequence is that she's hurt even more. Why don't blokes get this? I don't understand. But mm. um, just uh, especially those that just, uh, yeah, don't, don't like to hurt people or don't want the confrontation in that well, the, sense. The interesting thing was that after um, Zoe was left or oh, she walked off and she was really upset, Ivan comforted her and he was giving her a really beautiful mm. cuddle with little pats on the back. And that's why I was sort of thinking, look, when he's not a psycho obsessive, he's, um, he's look, seems harmless and sweet, but it's just he's got this, you know, other side that um, is you don't a bit think of an he issue. was planting a seed at that point. No, I don't okay. think so. I, I don't think so. I think it looked genuine and sweet, but um, I, I like to think the best before I'm proven wrong. <laughs> and then as soon as you're proven wrong, then that's it. Oh, gloves are off. Oh, <laughs> totally. And I mean, I'm only judging that little bit as being sweet. The other bits are like completely psycho nut jobs. So, yeah. you know. Um, what happened then? Oh, so then Jules grabbed Alicia and abduct, abducted her to his uh, romantic fire pit. Um, and I don't know why we're not doing more fires. I love a beach fire. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's little cost involved. Come on, producers. Mm. They definitely, I think the budget's low. I mean, the dates, look at the dates. They're just, they're picnics, but they're all picnics. They're not going anywhere like fancy or flash. They're just, they're not even going to the town, like to the, you know, no, out. they're literally bit, yeah. come around the corner and we've put a few sticks together and, a, a, you know, a cheese platter. That's it. But any boys who are watching and listening, mm. little bit of advice. Mm. That's all it has to be. Yeah, it just true. has to be something simple around the corner, mm. out of the ordinary and Bob's your uncle. There's a romantic scene. You don't have to spend a lot of money. And I can understand from their perspective if you go into the city or the town or whatever, um, it's un- from a production perspective, it's uncontrollable. You know, well, see, the thing is, control. well, this is what the comparison between our Bachelor in Paradise and the American one is so mm-hmm. interesting because the American one, they pull out all the stops on the dates and I guess they've got a lot more money, but they mm-hmm. take them places, they do things, they do like, you know, um, big, like they might go to a waterfall or they might go, you know, but they go to the town, they go to a, a restaurant, they'll be dancing, whatever. Here, right. the Australian one, it's like maybe they just think that we don't expect the bells and whistles, which is true, you know, we we like a, a small touching gesture, but I just wonder if it's a budgetary difference. Well, but even have a look at Bachelor proper last year. Bachelor mm. had, and 
we always used to joke, you know, that they'd spent their budget in the first few episodes because they <laughs> on had the a fake flowers. or something. Well, they and spent them all was... on the fake flowers around the mansion and the candles at dusk. <laughs> this is what I mean. So I think, you know, the Bachelor genre here, you know, we've noticed – you know, yes. that they don't have great, uh, you know, no. fast budgets. And this, I would say they've even got a smaller one. Yes. Yeah, they spent it on the Fiji flights. Um, yes. So then what's happened here? Um, Alicia and Jules are on a date. Oh, yes, they have a kiss. And Jules says that he wants the best for Alicia. Mm, and she just melts. Honest to God. I mean, there's no mention of what he did to her, how he treated her. It's just let's mm. let's forget about that and move forward. And, I mean, look, maybe, maybe I'm being a bit harsh. Maybe he um, – it's just for someone who they keep saying has had no experience with girls and no dating past, yep. he seems to be very smooth and practised at uh, uh, dropping someone very easily, winning, trying to win someone over again. It doesn't seem like it's his first um, rodeo. rodeo. No, mm. I agree. I think he seems to have um, sort of a bit of an energy where he's in control of that whole situation, which is really at odds with his whole, um, you know, clowning kind of persona where you get the music when you see him. But in those scenarios, he does seem like he's in control and he knows what he's doing. And Totally. Mm. I feel like this narrative of his that he's obviously provided that he's never had a, a girlfriend, um, I just think that he's been on a lot of dates. He just hasn't mm, necessarily, maybe. you know, had a long-term one and in that way is why I think he's quite practised in doing the um, ghosting and the dropping like a hot potato. Yeah, but, I mean, if you have a think about it, I mean, Alicia's even said that. You know, on paper, he is undateable. Yes. He doesn't have a job. He's living at home with his parents. You mm. know, he's got this sort of kooky um, persona. He's got the, I mean, he's almost got Kramer hair. You know, it's sort of starting to, oh, with the salt yes. and everything, starting to have a life of its own. Yeah. Um, you know. I, I could do know. with I could do with the white tips cut off just quietly. But, oh, totally! Um, yeah. Oh my god, there's just the thought of him sitting there with foils on or whatever. But or maybe it's not foils. Who knows? But she's into it, whatever it is. Uh, yeah, mm, I think she's just into the fact that guys into her. Like Alicia has not been with anyone. We haven't really seen her with anyone before, have we? She wasn't with anyone on The Bachelor. Like it, that didn't go very well for her. No. And no. then in Paradise, I'm trying to think. Um, well, she said she's been on four dates. So it was, uh, well, she hooked up with Jules first, wasn't it? Then who else she went with? I couldn't even think of the other dates. This is how quickly the time goes in Paradise. It's like mm. it's all the past now. Who's she gone on dates with? Oh, did she go on one with Nathan or Paddy? No. Oh, Paddy. Paddy? Paddy, Yes. Yeah, and she was into Patty. That's and she right. was and then into he, Patty. And then he made out that she was a psycho and yep. dumped her. That's and then right. can't think who else she – oh, maybe Davey or no? Was Davey around for that? <laughs> oh, I can't remember. Honest mm. to God, my, my uh, recollection of the narrative is like literally one episode back. That's yeah. as far as I can go. <laughs> oh, no good. But anyway, she is um, – he wants another chance. Um me, it, uh, and at the same time as that, Tanil is stressed out and wants a fun experience and wants to call it off with the van. And I've just written rock roll because mm. that's one scary conversation we just really don't want to be a part of. 
this is what worries me about him outside of this experiment. Mm. We are in a controlled environment. It yes. is on national television. He's known her for six days. <laughs> he has shown signs of being possessive, obsessive, you know, potentially, you know, psychotic. Ragey. 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 But hopefully um, there's security on set, which you probably can't say the same for in the real world. But this is what I mean. Yeah, uh, gotcha. Uh, he's not really packaging himself up as somebody who, like if, if it was my daughter, you would want him nowhere near her. Well, perhaps that's why he hasn't got a job with uh, Manpower so far uh, or whoever, you know, because I think well, you've got to be a well-balanced individual to um, deal with uh um, yes. The females, you know, enthusiastic yeah. females. So yes. maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe he's cruel his own chances by being on this show. Who knows? Um, mm. So anyway. what oh yeah. So next thing, Nathan comes out with an announcement. He's got a date card. Um, I was sort of hoping they'd give it to him again. <laughs> Let's give it another crack. I know, and just <laughs> this time, maybe he could he would tell himself, "I can't make the same mistake twice." I mean, it would have been perfect timing, wouldn't it? Mm, I think so. So Mac was keen for a date because he said that he's been on two entire <laughs> shows and not has not had one date. And I think oh. I know on Ali's season, I think he was um, pretty super keen and just never really got. Um, he he was one of those ones that gets taken along as a, making up the numbers, you know. Yeah, give that poor bastard a date card. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel sorry for him. And you know, there's a lid for every pot. But Absolutely, but I'm uh, not quite sure. <laughs> Which, no, which well, he seems very me. sweet, and I think oh, I can't remember. I, this is the problem. I can't remember if they were like uh, really nice or um, basic psychos because it's been so long. But uh, anyway, I'm sure it'll it'll be revealed to him. I think he was a nice guy. Maybe a bit. Too, I think he might have been a bit in love with Ellie and thought she might have been back in love with him, but she hadn't even really noticed him. He was just there as the numbers. So I think that's how it went. I think right. He, I think he okay. saw more in it than was there. Mm, common thing. <sighs> yes. Yeah, so anyway. Um, um, uh, the date card goes to Daniel again. He literally had a date the day before. So producers are obviously like, fuck it, let's just give him another one and hope, <laughs> hope he busts up some sort of couple. Yeah, that's right. We'll give mm. this another red-hot crack. Come on, yes. where, where can we aim him this time? So the girls think it's going to be Tennille and everyone's kind of hoping for it, I guess, but it's actually Flo. So Yvonne is that freaking wrapped. He does the whoop, whoop, and um, Tennille And Tennille don't this. like it. She don't like it and she is like, that's it, I'm not your girlfriend, I never was, it needs to stop and is going to um, go and have a chat. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Honestly, her chat is so low-key and p- lovely and patient. Like, Yeah. Was I, it I even a breakup? <laughs> Did it really was even it? happen? Yeah. yeah. Did anyone <laughs> hear Maybe it? he thinks. If I don't speak, she won't yep. realise I'm here and maybe this whole thing hasn't happened. Well, Look. if you can remember how it went down, what about I'll, I'll see if we can recreate it. Okay, um, do that, yes. Okay, so she sort of said um, I need to call it off. Can we go to send the crickets? <laughs> <laughs> then she's like, are you all right? And he goes, are you going to do it? Mm-hmm. You all right? Mm-hmm. And then she goes, are you frustrated at me? Uh, Any questions? No. (laughs) Okay, I'll go. I mean, oh, my God, that was just like no no mention of the fact that he was literally a 
almost a stalker, smothering, anything mm. to help him further down the track or understand. Just that's it. So this poor bloke who's uh Oh, look, he is emotionally a cripple basically. Like, a, you know, he, there's... <laughs> The poor bloke. He went and lay oh, on a hammock that touched sorry. the ground because he's such a big bloke. He was like on the ground and people are coming up, you know, bills come up. Do you want, you know, do you, do you need me? You're all right. No, no, no. no. Oh, fucking hell. You know, he um, he does remind me of those, uh, and I'm not quite sure of the breed, of the big dogs. Like they're almost like horses. Your sister's dog. Oh, like Great Dane. Great Dane. Like a great, you know, and, and he's just so loving but they're so big and they want to come and sit on your lap and they think yes. they're a really tiny dog. They think they're a lap dog. Yeah. He just looks so sad. He was crying. And, I mean, honestly, I, I thought that's real. You know, we know, you know how we feel about real tears and fake tears on our podcasts? Yes. They were real tears. He had the chin wobble, the actual water coming out <laughs> of eyes, tears. Um, and he was baffled as to why this had happened. And I just, my heart broke a little bit. I know he's freaking You crazy. are such a nice person, Shari, because I will <laughs> I'm not, I'm such a bitch normally. I was laughing. Really? Tears, but I thought yeah. I would. And after seeing all the promos all during the week and me wanting this to happen because it, it's not healthy. And I still, I felt for the guy because he didn't have it explained to him in a way he could understand. <laughs> and, and when he said... I don't know where it came from. She's broken my heart. Did you love what the producer said? How long have you known her? About a week. <laughs> and he was inflating it because it was actually it was six, a six days. Yeah. It was six days. And so it's like the poor dude, no one's helping him out. So Bill and then Bill does nothing to help other than fan the flames by saying that often someone calls it off and then you get get together and you come back stronger and they like you even more the next time kind of thing. Oh, that's just like <sighs> mum telling you because some boy threw some shit at you that, oh, that's how that's what boys do when they really like somebody. It's oh, very poor, unhelpful. Poor crazy Ivan. Oh. And, you know, because I think, oh, what did we say last night, just 27 or something like that. Yeah. I just kept, when I was giggling at his poor tears, sorry. I oh. am, I'm a very no, you nasty can, person. You can, that's, no, it's not that. It's just. Um, so I just kept thinking if that was my 27-year-old, I would really be giving myself an uppercut going, you have not done a very good job putting this young man out (laughs) into the world who who is clearly lacking in emotional intelligence. Yeah. And, you know, is I – So he'll be looking at it though and thinking, I have given this girl everything. What more could she possibly want? He can't see the possessiveness because no one's kind of said anything. So I think what the problem is that um, Ivan doesn't really know the extent of his possessiveness because it hasn't been pointed out to him, not just by the person who he's possessing, but by anybody else observing, even though they've all seen it. Yeah, and I think you're, I think you're right. Um, but I gather people, and I think you've said this before, that they're a bit scared to talk to him because of this whole another gear he goes to where he actually goes from zero to 130 seconds uh, Mm. and gets actually quite cranky. I mean, have we seen it? I'm not sure if we have, Um, but Mm. it's kind of like it's implied almost that he'll lose his shit basically. So maybe there's been a bit of, you know, people have maybe seen glimpses of it. I don't know. Really, we don't really know what the extent of his rage is yet other than the threats he made to, I think it was Nathan, wasn't it, to to not even think about 
ask well, you to do that. Well, that's the thing. I mean, to say that in a group environment across the table mm. to another bloke to say, yeah, basically don't even go there. I think it was like be very afraid or something well, like that, wasn't it? This is it? what I mean. It I mean, was it's a fucking threatening. threat. It yes. was threatening, yeah. Yep. And then um, he at one stage was in a... I think it's his room that he shares with that Connor guy. Yeah. And he was really going off. And, mm. I mean, Connor's, you know, not a small guy. And I yeah. think he looked intimidated. So um, I think I, he just thought looked like, oh, fuck, we've got to lose Kennedy here. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, but not necessarily he, intimidated, just like what is this guy going to do? What the do? fuck, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. If he's prepared to do that, what else is in his arsenal? Like, mm. you know, is he going to have a swing at somebody? And I'm sure that goes around the rest of the group like wildfire. So, But the funny thing is that after seeing him cry in the hammock, I mean, I would be more scared of a guy that uh, storms off, you know, the, the angry face. The fact that he cries, cried, made me sort of think, is he just all kind of um, talk? Oh. And is he just this big, like, freaking, oh, I just feel like he might be, and I mean, I might be completely wrong here, but a completely, he's just so in love with this girl. He He's just lost his whole mind in, in Tennille and uh, and he's just going to, he's going to have the broken heart and he's, I don't know, whether anger, well, I guess we're going to see in the next episode, aren't we? I'm interested to see how his anger manifests itself, whether it's uh, mm. – um, I'm hoping it's not fucking violent, but I'm wondering if he's just a mess, an emotional mess. You see, I always see that there are just two emotions, positive and negative. Right. And the negative ones can just manifest differently. Mm. So, you know, it's either, <coughs> excuse me, you know, sadness, cranky, you know, and it's just on a band basically. Yeah. And I think what underpins it is, you know, is sadness. It's on mm. sad or happy. And, um, yeah, and he just lets it go to violence way too quickly. And I think for him this whole I, – I don't. Or to he, ag- aggression, not violence, you mean? Well, aggression, yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But I think he – I don't think he'll be in this uh, crying zone for too long. Mm. Um yeah, I don't know. It'll be I'm interested to, to see. I know, I know, but my response to him, I think it was the fact that the cam- hammock was like touching the ground. He couldn't even swing on a hammock because <laughs> he was such a big lump of like teary Excuse material. Um, yeah, he, he sort of. Uh, I, I, I think felt to sorry play the victim after the bullshit that he has carried on with was oh, no. really pathetic. And also, uh, if if he he got his hand and he lowered one side of it so the camera had a good <laughs> shot of his face. I thought, yeah, mate, oh, I'm not buying your bullshit. Well, it was like they must have been saying to him, um, Ivan, can you? Because I reckon he was also curled up inside crying privately, and they're like, Ivan, you have to pull the hammock down so we can see you. And he's like, oh, I don't want to. And they're like, you must pull the hammock down. We need to see your face. So he's kind of done it. That's how I feel like it could have the conversation could have gone. But I just like you know making up my own narrative. Yeah. Well, it might, they might have sent Bill across and go, look, how are you going? Oh, by the way, the producer just <laughs> can you look to camera two and just pull aside <laughs> And don't wipe your eyes. Just wipe it. Don't wipe your eyes. You know, it's a good look. Just keep they've it up, mate. Keep it up. Yeah, yeah they've got a good yeah, shot, mate. You just need to pull up. <laughs> oh, poor Ivan. 
So um, I think that was uh, – oh, so while that's happening, um, we then uh, – oh, we just had him saying that he didn't know where it came from. Um, yeah, well, we knew that bit, sorry. Um, that maybe he'll leave. Um, I think he grabs Bill and says, you know, he doesn't get it. Um, oh, no, we know that bit. What was the next bit? Oh, Osher, Osher rocking up with um, a bit of news, that's right, about uh, – did we did we think all along that this was going to happen because all fucking Flo has spoken about the whole time she's there is bloody Davy? Yeah, she's only mentioned it on about a half a dozen occasions. So exactly. I exactly. suspected that they were holding him back to re-deliver you know, him to her, which I'm hoping that there's a storyline there for her. Well, I'm hoping that it kind of cross-references with Shannon because remember the ridiculous um, last-minute plea he made to Shannon at the rose ceremony. I can't believe I can even remember this from so far back. Yeah. But that made Shannon doubt her, you know, relationship with Connor that she'd been by his side the whole freaking time. So I'm, I'm just hoping there's a little bit of um, something, otherwise it's just going to be boring. But Well, uh, she was mortified, you could see, when they said Davey's coming back in. Mm-hmm. And Osher even bothered to point it out. Oh, remember Shannon? You know, oh. and like she just, I was, it was like the colour drained out of her. I just thought that was too well, funny. She, and so. she was white anyway. She had a lot of makeup on in this episode. I'm not sure she why. She did. And what I was wasn't, going on with that. I wasn't digging it. Mm, the yeah, sort the of contour, pale lipstick and the contour and yeah. the eyelashes at the beach. And Alicia but, had some severe contouring going on too that I think she should probably say for when she goes to Myers and. You know, something like that. <laughs> just wearing it down the beach was just a bit too much. It is odd, isn't it? Um, mm. So then uh, the one thing is that um, Davey's coming back, but while this is occurring, Flo doesn't know this because she's actually at that moment on a date with Daniel. So when she comes back, mm. she is going to be completely shook or will she? That is the question. Mm. Yeah, so I looking forward to that. I think that she will... Even even if she's kissed Daniel, I think she'll be more than happy to explore the whole Davy thing. But will Davy be be keen to explore the flow thing? Was he after he was he yeah. after flow? Oh, okay. Yeah, I think she was there or thereabouts in his. It's basically just put down on a list the people that you want to meet, and they'll set it up for you. You just got to wait. Like, Which I think is why they all get so excited because they yeah. they don't know they're hopeful. Yep. Yeah. It's a bit like X on the beach, I guess, in a way, isn't it? You know, someone's coming, it's, but it's the opposite. Instead of someone you don't want to see, it's someone you do want to see. So, um, By the way, I love X on the beach. <laughs> Me <That> too. Is... <laughs> Me too. I probably enjoyed it a little bit more than this because you know it's meant to be tempestuous, you know. Exactly. There's dramas. We love the mm. drama. Mm. Um so after all that, I think um, I think Alicia just said that they, she hopes that things get shaken up a bit because the boys are far too comfy. And I thought, you're saying this when you're with a guy that you've allowed to be so comfortable that he feels it's fine to um, dump you, aim for someone else, come back to you grovelling and, you know, so whatever. I'm not listening to anything you say anymore. Well, <clears throat> speaking on behalf of all girls who own rose-coloured glasses, <laughs> <laughs> as I've owned a couple of pairs myself. They are flattering, though, may I say. <laughs> Thanks for that. Mm, good look. Uh, yeah, it's, it's so much easier to look at a situation and say, yeah, that's that, you, you know, you're better off not doing that. But I can tell she has got severe rose-coloured glasses when it comes to uh, that dude. So oh, anyway, we'll see. Denial ain't just a river in Egypt, as they say. <laughs> Amen, <It's> like... sister. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> oh my god! So anyway, the plot thinens and thickens, and then thinens again. We can't wait for the next instalment. Hope you're enjoying the um, potty. If you're listening on Apple uh, iTunes, give us a nice uh, comment at the end or a rating. Um, only nice ones though. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Love hate debate, and yep. on Insta, it's love hate debate girls. Yes, so um, um, send us a message or whatever, drop us a line, tell us what you think, and we will uh, be here next episode, which I think Sunday night maybe, V? Uh, no, I think, it, well, I don't know, unless they're changing it up. It was Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday last couple of weeks. But oh, my God. But you did God. say, I think, that they're planning to change it up. Yeah, maybe when MasterChef starts, but I, I could be wrong. I don't know. Don't ask me anything calendar or date related. But anyway, <laughs> we'll be back. Watch this space. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. <laughs> See ya. Ciao for now. Bye.